I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, January 18th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. As any Canadian knows, Jay, patches of ice can be a real pain in the butt during Canada's long winter months, but they also have the potential to be unlikely crime stoppers. So here's what happened. A scammer in Vancouver almost made off with $1,200 cash by selling a faulty iPhone. When the victim immediately noticed it didn't work, the scammer turned to run away. He then promptly slipped on the icy sidewalk and dropped the money, which the victim snatched up. Is this karmic justice or what, Jay? Absolutely. You can't get away on ice. I'm interested in the scam, though. It's like, I feel like this is a high-risk scam to begin with. Anything you're doing in public with an exchange of cash on a piece of hardware that somebody can instantly verify if it works or not, it's a high-risk crime to begin with, and the ice and the conditions were probably something he never considered when he was thinking about how he'd execute on this. Not a great crime, for sure. Yeah, and also running away, even if there's no ice, like, you just run... Like, you don't know who you're... Do do you have to verify the person you're selling it to is very slow before you actually do this crime? Yeah, exactly. That's right. You could get somebody, you could get, you know, Usain Bolt on your tail, and next thing you know, you've got no chance. That's right, that's right. Well, certainly not a very smart criminal, Brett. Aside from crimes taking place or not on the ice in British Columbia, what do we have for Peak Pals today? For our first story, SEBA deadline hits. And for our second story, the sub wars come north and our big money move section. For our first story, if your usually chipper barista seems a little on edge, it might be because today is a very stressful day for many small businesses across the country. Brett, what's going on? So today is the last day for businesses to repay their Canada Emergency Business Account, SEBA, pandemic-era interest-free government loans, and still receive their partial loan forgiveness valued up to a third of the loan and to avoid interest. There's a lot going on. Yeah, to catch you up, small businesses negatively affected by the pandemic lockdowns, which is to say pretty much any business that wasn't selling masks, disinfectants, or plexiglass dividers, could apply to receive up to $60,000 through the SEBA program. Now, nearly 900,000 businesses gladly took the government up on that offer, but grew increasingly worried about the deadline originally set for the end of 2022. The deadline was pushed multiple times, but the buck officially stops today, which means businesses could see their debts converted into a three-year loan with a 5% interest tacked on. The big picture is only 35% of businesses had repaid their loan as of mid-December, while 22% said they would not be able to meet today's deadline. The remaining companies said they plan to repay by today. That said, there's a good chance many had to take out other loans to do so. And it matters because your favorite mom-and-pop cafe or local watering hole could be at a risk of going under without the SEBA debt forgiveness. Some 65% of small businesses are still holding pandemic debt, $107,702 of it on average, and can't afford more on their plates. Now to zoom out, businesses at the biggest risk of missing the deadline include ones in the arts, social services, and hospitality sectors. Indeed, many restaurants face a tough road ahead with 53% of eateries losing money or breaking even. It was only 12% of that pre-pandemic. For our second story, in a move that sounds like the plot of a Martin Scorsese Mafia movie, U.S. subway chains Jersey Mike's and Jimmy John's are gearing up for a turf war north of the border. Yeah, here's what's happening, Brett. The two chains are joining the growing list of fast food brands looking to take a chunk out of the lucrative Canadian sandwich market. Jersey Mike will open more than 300 new locations, and Jimmy John will open its first ever international location in the GTA. Now, Jersey Mike's, which did start in New Jersey, but actually not by a guy named Mike, is the pricier option of the two, 
offering more premium subs akin to Firehouse, whereas Jimmy John's is a bit cheaper with more options, similar to Mr. Sub for those in Ontario. I get it. And it matters because two U.S. brands confidently setting up shop in Canada in what's already a crowded market with well-established brands signals how big Canadians' appetites are for sandwiches, but also that they think they can step up the sandwich game north of the border. The sandwich and burger category is actually the most popular choice for diners in Canada, dominating what has recently become a $30 billion Canadian fast food market. Yeah, Tim Hortons and Subway, two more sandwich competitors in Canada, have the first and second most restaurants of any food chain in the country. The big picture is the global sandwich market is expected to grow by $41 billion by 2027. That's a lot of sandwiches driven by more artisanal and health-conscious offerings. While Subway is still leading the way by a lot, tastes are evolving and with it, the door is opening for sandwich shops to carve out their own niche in the crowded space. And for our big money moves, Oklahoma-based Chesapeake Energy is acquiring its rival Southwestern for $7.4 billion, a deal that will create the largest natural gas producer in the U.S. BlackRock, the world's largest asset manager, is acquiring private equity firm Global Infrastructure for $12.5 billion, its largest acquisition since 2009. Chipmaker Synopsys is acquiring software firm Ansys for $35 billion, which builds software for things like airplanes and Novak Djokovic's tennis racket. British Columbia is investing $36 billion to expand its electricity system, part of a plan to build infrastructure and increase electricity capacity as demand grows. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second one, follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Have a great day, Peak Pals. And as the robber or the scammer in Vancouver, watch out for ice. Shockwave